Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The Democrats have a new line of attack here. And that is that Silicon Valley Bank and others, the contagion, was caused by capitalism. Not left-wing Democrat so-called venture capitalists pouring absurd amounts of money on thousands of tech startups, but capitalism itself. That's not what is happening here. What is happening here is the Democrats actually think they can destroy red state America by setting up a banking system that favors blue state and Democrat-favored industries. ESG is failing. It is failing. They thought they could use banks like this to force the transition. $5 billion into green energy startups. Did, do these companies have prototypes? Do they have models? Have they demonstrated their technology? We don't even know. We see that the CEO or former CEO of, uh, of Silicon Valley Bank was some bike-riding hippie idiot. They went nine months, nine months, without a, a risk officer. And for nine months, they were throwing transgender awareness day parties and lesbian coming out parties and month-long pride events while nobody was managing the risk. Now, why is that? Because they thought, who cares? We're woke. All of our account holders, all of our shareholders, everyone involved is a Democrat, and they've got a line into the White House. Nine months ago, we played you the clip yesterday. Signature Bank, Barney Frank's bank. CNBC analysts were just gushing over this bank. Show me these startups. Show me their actual value. Now you have the FDIC somehow just magically lifting the cap, so it's not $250,000. I guess it's whatever you have in there, while Biden says we're not protecting investors. How many of these companies were actually getting grants from the federal government? We're going to have to look at all their books. But they really think they can force this transition by destroying red state favored industries like oil, natural gas, and coal through ESG scores by regulating banks in such a way that they are told you better not do business with these companies, with these business, with these sectors of the economy. We see Democrat activists going after banks for even processing payments for gun purchases. Don't blame capitalism for this. They seem to confuse the profit motive with capitalism. There's a profit motive in socialism. Don't kid yourself. When you create in a way, you know, wasn't it FDR? I believe it was FDR that said we have to get rid of the money changers. By getting off the gold standard, we created the money changers. By just saying we'll manipulate currency, we'll have inflationary policy, we'll, we'll pull money out of thin air, a trillion dollars at a time, and we'll funnel it to our favorite causes and our favorite businesses. And those will be the businesses that are allowed to thrive. Actually, if you truly understand fascism and not this idiot 
18-year-old woke college kid version of it, which is anyone I don't like is a fascist. When the government essentially uses the banking system to dictate winners and losers in the economy, you have a fascist banking system, a fascist economy. Don't blame this on capitalism. And listening to Democrats right now, Trump, 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 Trump. You're forgetting in 2018, 17 Democrat senators, 33 House Democrats saw a rolling back of a portion of Dodd-Frank as a benefit to small community banks so they could re-engage in mortgage in the mortgage market. That's what Heidi Heitkamp said. Is she some, some MAGA Republican now? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now, I want to set something up here. Can you queue up cut eight? This is unrelated, but I just want to show you what an absolute left-wing nutcase we're dealing with when I play the relevant clip to Silicon Valley National Bank. I've never heard of Marisa Ter- Maria Teresa Kumar, but apparently she's something to do on MSNBC. Here she is saying that immigration is not a border issue. Cut eight. The administration recognizes the vulnerability of Latin America. It's one of the reasons why, you know, Kamala, the vice president, has invested close to $3.5 billion. But the most important part is we have to divorce these two issues because what we're finding in our polling is that among young Latinos who are 35 percent of the voter base, it's a top three issue immigration is for them. Immigration. Because it's their parents. And they've separated from the border. Right. Absolutely. All right, I think she's with Voto Latino or one of these left-wing activist groups, and, you know, they love them over at MSNBC. So immigration's not a border issue. It's a domestic issue. Uh, we have to open the... We have to We have to immediately make a path for... It's a sidebar thing. I just want to set it up because here she is telling you the truth, saying out loud what Democrats... Maybe this was a mistake. You know, the broken clock is right twice a day. I don't know. But here she is. Play cut seven. I want to start very quickly with banking crisis. Maria Teresa, you were just saying you were surprised you haven't seen Powler. Powler yelling out more forcefully already. Jay well, Powell, I, the Federal Reserve Chair. If you actually you look at which bank this is, this is the Silicon Valley Bank. This is the startup bank. This is also oftentimes the Democratic ATM bank of all those investors. And so the fact that you don't have these individuals, the investors that invest in the yeah. people. So the fact that you don't have someone actually talking from the administration and being so forceful, I do think that we're, we're going to see our Republicans saying, oh, you shouldn't bail this one out. Mm. And it's going to be, I think, very much on along political lines. This is the D. If we're just speaking in in initials here, SVB is the DNC's ATM or the ATM for the DNC. This is a leftist Democrat institution that failed. That's what it is. This is where these companies go with their grant money, with their interest-free venture capital money. This is where they go. And they've been pouring billions of dollars into nonsense. They haven't been managing their own risk. All the regulations in the world wouldn't have done anything if you don't have somebody managing risk. It wouldn't matter. But don't tell that to Adam Schiff, the truth teller. Play cut four. Four. Uh, I think we need to strengthen Dodd-Frank. I oppose those changes that weakened it in 2018. uh, And I think we're seeing some of the consequences of that now. Uh, so we need to strengthen the regulatory and oversight requirements on banks like SVB. Uh, but also, this was a colossal management failure 
Uh, and I think we have the wrong incentives that incentivize management to take risks with their depositors' money to get uh, you know bonuses when they do take those risks. And to the degree that it's baked into a bank executive's mindset that, well, if all goes wrong, then maybe we could just count on uh, Treasury to bail us out, uh, even if it does involve taxpayer money, to, to bail us out with the, the bank fee-supported uh, funds. Uh, that's the wrong incentive. So the legislation I'm working on would paw back uh, this executive compensation bonuses, stock sales, uh, so that that defrays some of the cost of these kind of rescues. Okay, so you're saying that if a bank pours $5 billion into so-called green tech startups and they don't actually produce a product of value that nobody wants it, that we don't even know if it works, that if banks risk money on these things and they lose, there should be nothing on the backside for them. Play cut five. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure that this is an issue that you pretty much agree with Katie Porter, one of your one of your uh, rivals, let's say, for that Senate bid right now in California. But what do you do about the House Republicans? Well, I, I would hope, but uh, but who knows that in light of this, uh, you know, a run on now two banks and panic among others, that there'll be bipartisan support uh, to look for remedies to once again strengthen oversight and regulation. Um, but look, uh, the Republican Party has been consistent really in only one thing. Most of their ideology has gone out the window in the year of Trump. But the one consistent thing pre-Trump, during Trump, uh, has been they answer to their wealthy donors. Uh, and so I am skeptical of how much Republican support we're going to get. But uh, we need to try to get this done. Uh, and in the House right now, we can't do it on our own. Right. Democrats don't answer to their wealthy donors. Democrats don't answer to their wealthy donors. Why don't you open the books of every one of these tech startups and see where they're donating their money to? All of these A123s, all of these cylindras that are getting millions, if not billions of dollars, you show me where this bank gets its money from and where it donates politically. Then you could talk about how Republicans are just answering to their wealthy donors. And here is Katie Porter, big stupid. Oh, this is Trump's fault. Cut six. Well, this comes from a failure to appropriately regulate big banks. And we had, after Dodd-Frank, appropriate regulations in place for exactly this size of bank, big. And lo and behold, no more than Dodd-Frank passed, then people started coming around to politicians' offices, offering them corporate pack checks and lobbying them to repeal those regulations. And we had Democrats and Republicans join in 2018 to repeal the very capital holding requirements that create a cushion for this exact size of bank. So for me to hear colleagues later, when this was happening this weekend, say this was unbelievable and how could this happen was frustrating to say the least. This is what happens when we have politicians who cater to Wall Street instead of working families. Yes, yes, yes. This is all about Republicans. There's no Republican involvement here. This was go woke, go broke, period, end of story. And this contagion is going to spread. And you know what? The Democrats want it this way. If Katie Porter had her way, 
if Katie Porter had her way, the federal government would be the sole sole avenue for credit. And then it wouldn't matter. If you come to the if you if one company says, look, we've discovered a proven reserve, we can get cheap energy out of the ground cleanly. We found an oil deposit uh, in uh, uh, Alaska versus a company that says, well, we have a design, a theory for this, uh, you know, small residential windmill. We don't know if it actually will power the home, but we have two transgender and one Afro-Latinas on the on the board of directors. Hey, here's a billion dollars. And if the company fails, who cares? That's how woke works. Woke is believing in the absurd over the efficient. Right? It doesn't really matter if you lose a billion dollars, a billion dollars of taxpayer money. You had you had checked all the right boxes. You had done the most important thing. Here's a simple poll question for you. What is more important in investment and the economy and in a business? Diversity and inclusion officers or competent people running the operation? Andrew, are you saying that competent people can't be uh, Afro-Latinas? No, of course there's competent Afro-Latinas. Of course there's competent gay people. Of course there's competent, competent minorities. But simply saying, look at us. Oh, my God, we're so uh, progressive. Look at our board. Telling me that the board is racially diverse or not racially diverse doesn't make a difference as to whether or not you can generate power to power a home. It means nothing in that aspect. Winesick 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That is the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Serious XM Patriot, Channel 125.